part of the problem with not having an internet connection is that uh, you can't really work with the big files. So this is part two. And uh, we're going to make this. We're going to make this short. Uh, if, if the Timberwolves commit to this fun combo that we want to get, yeah, uh, what did I already get? It? A plus B, A. Tons. A lot of players. Everyone liked what they were doing, and they had a right to, because it is. We're into thirty years. You know, if those are paying close attention to the Bulls, then you get into like the Rockets with Barkley and Houston Lakers. But the Barkley, Houston, Hakeem, Clyde, I don't know what words I said in a row. Uh, these super teams that just have to have max contracts and fill the spaces around it. We're into three decades of, of watching teams attempt to work through this. So for them to pull stuff out is good. They're recording things tremendous. Uh, I've heard people mention that he's going to be out there as a type of point guard. I'll have to see it. Uh, and what he's allowed to get away with defensively and what they can work with. Again, this is all with Aiton as the backdrop, which I prefer. Um, I don't think anyone would be better suited for a change in uh, scenery than Aiton, but... He's also a center that can walk and chew gum at the same time and play video games. So you want that around. Play breaks down. Got a seven foot eleven, six foot eleven guy with skills come and meet the ball at the top of the key and do something cool with it. Yeah. But defensively, but you know, they're doing the best they can because their owner and Isaiah Thomas said, I want Kevin Durant and Bradley Beal. So those are going to be included in the grades. Gordon is great. Drew Eubanks will be fine. Absolute regular season Jock Landell replacement. Sorry, went there. Uh, Kata Bates Chop is just your cool, you know, is he a three, is he a four? Not really great either, but it doesn't matter because, like, he just finished his eight-minute stint and you were positive the whole time. Uh, Akogi is along those lines. Brought Damian Lee look back for, again, regular season stuff counts. <clears throat> and Kevin Durant is one of the most amazing shooters of all time, but he is, he's got to do a lot of other things. So pulling up from 25 feet to save the team, uh, not so much. We saw they had problems with hitting three-pointers in volume last year. So anything with Jones helps. Gordon helps with spacing. They're going to guard Kata Bates' job out there. Metsu and Yuta, just energy, just high energy guys. And, and it's just Money Williams. You know, it's good that we're supplying them with that. They don't need all to be selling smart types. They just, just get some people out there that are just going to go run and listen. But they also traded Chris Paul for Bradley Beal. My ride's here. And they traded a lot of traffic for Kevin Durant, which I suppose you have to do. 
if given the opportunity. They were like the last team where you have to do it. But you didn't have to do Bradley Beal because he doesn't fix anything. Yes, you need a more three-pointers. Can he be a volume three-pointer when his, when his load is lessened off of Booker and off of KD? Yeah, but like also, uh, who's getting these shots? I mean, Chris Paul is a tremendous player still. So for the recovery, A-plus through the moon. For the Beal trade, D. For the Durant trade, B. Because he's KD, man. Come on. <laughs> so yeah, in, in total, they have a they have a boat agents team, they have a big bad roster, and they're gonna force other teams to commit. And and considering the market and considering what's available. They had splashes to make. They felt like they had to because of uh, Durant's age. They kind of put themselves in that spot because of Durant. Felt like they had to get something for Chris Paul before it went away. It's... They have the right GM for this, turns out. I'm just kind of cuts through the BS sometimes, and I like that. You know, like Cameron Johnson. <clears throat> uh, uh, A minus. Went for it. More, more fun things for us to read and write. Uh, Old State. Lost DiVincenzo. And that's a problem. Because Chris Paul won't be there for every game. Like, he just won't. Something's going to happen. And the Jordan Poole loss, uh, you know, again, is more possessions. The, you know, those guys, Poole had his troubles last year, but it was consistent. He was around. Looking like rain in the neighborhood. And Corey Joseph is, <clears throat> you know, he'll be around. I'll guarantee that. Uh I don't know if you're going to enjoy it. He's sensible. He's He'll be better than Brad Wanamaker. Actually, I can't guarantee that. Cannot guarantee that. Uh, but it's, you know, Dunleavy's doing the best he can. Bringing back Draymond, you know, not making a splash, not trying to make it about himself. Uh, you know, good for him. And uh, just what we tried to effuse earlier in the draft thing, when he does play, Chris Paul is going to just absolutely move things. It is, it is going to be a massive net positive no matter where he is in any scenario because he's still that potent. So, yeah, they got Chris Paul, A+. Plus. Ooh, Lakers. Lakers brought back D'Angelo. Uh, Gabe Vincent, are you worried about aggression? Fair. 
Absolutely fair. Eleven million a year, though. Who cares? Who cares? Uh, Malik Beasley and Mo Bamba sounded like good ideas. They're gone. They're out of here. And Russell sounded like a bad idea, but like some Laker fan snapped at me online. Like I meant it as a good thing. He's just gonna kill it in the regular season, and then be like, okay, this is just how it is now in the season. He's going to pick up some of Schroeder's minutes, obviously. Um, but, like, this is kind of his third stint with the team. I, it, it's I, I'm not his largest fan at all. Never have been. But there's still defensive potential there. You know, a lot of, a lot of good promising things will come out of this. It's only for two years. I mean, it's it's guaranteed buckets. It's it's you know it'll it'll take. You know he's going to miss sixty five percent of his shots to get there. But they are. Uh, did people go crazy online over Torian Prince? If so, good for them, because yeah, he's just always going to be there. And if unless he goes in some terrible streak of missing threes, what a tremendous pickup. <clears throat> uh, losing Schroeder, uh, who cares? Because. Like, how long was he going to be the defensive maestro? And he was still a pain in the butt anyway. Uh, the Austin Reeves thing, I don't have any... Like, if the league catches up to him when he's 29, so what? That's a while away. Uh, Rui is older than you think, but he's going to get better. How old is Rui? Yeah, he'll turn 26 in uh, midseason. And... Uh, it's just that the Lakers are going to have him through the best of his career. <clears throat> oh, yeah, they got Cam Reddish. Yeah, and it's it's no guarantees because uh, LeBron is just – that engine could go at any time. And I don't mean like the legs. I don't – I just mean the engine. I mean the groin. I just mean that midsection. That is that is a dangerous territory for playing 20 years and the high wire act that he does. Joke's over. Uh, Jackson Hayes, you know, bleep that guy, but he's, he's no dunk for them. Easy, easy buckets. So it's a bunch of names, but these are names that can play. And uh, I don't think they're trying to pull any wool in terms of you know, it's about our vets and it's about Davis. There's not going to be any uh, cute, you know, third star coming in. And <clears throat> yeah, step up, AD. So uh, yeah, A plus. Do have much comments to reply to? Sorry. Oh, red. I just haven't started them yet. Clippers, ugh, ugh. Well, Westbrook finally got a deal. Two years, eight million. That wasn't a big like. It just was a yeah. Like where else is he gonna go with Clippers? Don't make it. No one else's headache but him. Uh, wholly unlovable team. Uh, give them a. 
for Clipper. Portland, I've, uh, again, just no issues with the Jeremy Grant deal. He is not worth that sort of money. He is n- not a great fit on that team in terms of its timing. Because when we say things like that, we're all, uh, many of us, especially in a parody-driven league, wonder what it would be like, maybe not on the Bulls, my personal team, but <clears throat> what would that player be like on our team? Why is he wasting away in Portland when he could be taking eight shots per game for us? But he won't be. Or he might be. I don't know. You got the money? Trade for him. Uh, Dame? I forgot about the back and forth you got into with Paul George. Paul George was traded like three times in 18 months or something. Twist, one year, who knows? Can't remember. So many uniforms for Paul. Some of them okay. And again, I just don't know what would have been on the table for Cronin to turn that into. I don't have my ESPN Plus password. So my kids somewhere were figuring out it's, you know, Generation Z, they don't use email, so it's got to get the password redone, but they got to figure out a way to get this kid email. And it's just like, how, how do you do it? It's like, that I've, I've, I'd, I'd sooner be able to find this child a toaster. This young lady, I should not say that when they're independently living on their own. Uh, so I have not read the, the Woj piece on Cronin. It's not a response to that in any way. Uh, I don't know what was out there. I don't know what they could have gotten for Scoot Henderson, who is not coming in and his highlight reel does not come in and say, all that plus this. And he launches a logo three-pointer, which in the eyes of our selfish scouting, we know everything about basketball community for the last 20 years. We kind of expect that. We want them to be the next Dame Willard. Who was that? All that plus this. Where's Weber State? So maybe Henderson wasn't super valued around the league. I don't know. He hasn't been traded yet. That's smart and good. Corona doesn't have to be a hero to everyone that tears their hair out over players demanding to go to a single place as if that hasn't happened every time always in the history of every sport by players under contracts uh did did dame have it both ways yes did he probably think about having it both ways when he considered that contract for months and then signed it yes but I also want to give credit to one of those ways, which is thinking maybe we're going to do this, maybe we're going to add this, Paul George this, Paul George that. You know, maybe Harden and Embiid doesn't work out. I got a seven foot two MVP out of this. Who knows? Because it's not like these teams aren't trying to have it both ways always, and also in that instance, too. We want to keep these rookie deals under, we want to keep certain, we want to know what's going on. I'm not as versed in the ownership switcheroos and how the uh, finances have to be 
remains stable as uh, Sean Hyken, but I can tell you that Cronin's under a lot of pressure. And he can come out of this being the good guy. There are still enough teams to figure it out to, to make everyone happy and do it. And we can get past the idea that uh, Dame Lillard may have been hypocritical in his 20s regarding things he did in his 30s. Oh, my gosh. As with that, will you get putting yourself out there on posts and national TV? Sure. But who among us? And then we'll forget about it. it. Except for the next maybe one or two times Miami visits, and it will be Miami. Uh, Portland, I don't know. That, that do I know. Then we'll have to think about the, uh, you know, the legacy stuff, but that's, that's going to go away. And it's, it, we just move on to the next weird, dramatic Kendrick Perkins controversy. Do we retire Damian Lillard's number league wide? Uh, things like that. So it's an incomplete. But, you know, I just don't know how you don't see that lottery pick coming a million miles away and going, I'm going to go milk toast with this. I'm going to go Stu Jackson, 1999, and I'm going to find some Michael Dickerson's, and I'm going to find some Othella Harrington's, and I'm going to find some players that fit this team. I'm going to try to win now under Dame. It's not going to guarantee us anything more than a shot at the play-in, and also Dame's 100 years old and he may not play every game, but we're going to go for it. And we're still going to keep mine in our P's and Q's because we have Shaden Sharp, who is tremendous and we value highly. <clears throat> That's me. With hypotheticals out there and nothing else. One of the two from Toronto, it would take both of them to put everything over the top. Would Toronto want to These are conversations from May. So, incomplete. I would not have uh, rolled my eyes at Tyler Hero as I wrote. Like, you're supposed to know that that's going to happen, and what you need to do is start a Tyler Hero is the man burner account in, in February of earlier this year in anticipation for draft night. Like, that, you just, that's what you got to do. You want to start with Miami. If the Lillard trade goes through, you are upending a team that fought for the championship. Did a lot have to break? Yes. Did a lot have to literally break? Yes. But one of your guys broke, and you can't... Like, Tyler Hero wasn't winning a couple of playoff games for them. He's a year older. Last year, last spring, if he stays healthy. He's a year older than the last time you saw him in the playoffs. So I don't want Tyler Hero on my team playing 36 minutes, but or starting. But the Heat were dinged. But it was also a championship team. And that's a lot of players already gone. If it's not replaceable, yes. Was it a blip? 
possibly. But he's not there anymore taking up possessions. There's no obvious candidate to pick him up because he's only there because your obvious candidate is, is old. Cal Lowry is old. And even if he plays a lot next year, we don't know how good he's going to be. And even if he is good next year, we don't know how often he's going to play. So to lose Gabe Vincent, who, again, you can lose in the playoffs because now you have, you know, what if Lowry is going nuts? You know, these are risks. The Thomas Bryant thing will be fun. They'll get him in shape. He's an he's a underrated passer. He's a scorer. He wants to put the ball in the bucket, and uh, I dig it. <clears throat> I don't know what they do if they don't get Dame. So it's an incomplete and if they score the trade, it's a, it's you know, it's an A. I wrote, I, re- I respect that they can make something out of that $63 million price tag in a couple of years. They absolutely can make it happen. No one can prepare for stuff down the line like Miami because they have that confidence that the GM is going to be there in 10 years. So we're going to go for Lauren Dragic. We're going to go for his brother, too. <clears throat> so because I believe it's a slightly I mean Devin Booker plays shooting guard. So it's a it's a, it's a better fit or or uh appropriate fit. So give it a name. Absolutely. <clears throat> Knickerbockers uh lost Toppin. Did he pick anyone else up? Yeah, lost Struz. Oh, I forgot the Spurs got. Uh, we, didn't talk, we didn't talk about the Spurs. We started off on the Spurs. Uh, uh, don't care about uh, the summer league thing. Uh, we will talk about the yep, the playing tournament uh, soon. Uh, Chetty is not a good shooter, but he will get better and uh, he can sop up minutes. I dig it. Same with Lamar Stevens. Like that was some good work taking those things in. And uh, yeah, Josh Richardson. He, he, you know, he's all right. He's okay. Uh, yeah, Nick's losing Toppin is a bummer, but, like, what are you going to do? Even Senzo thing, I believe, it's worrisome in a vacuum. He's not a pure shooter. I wrote about him not getting the same spacing he did on other teams. Uh, I still hold that, but he's he's going to get better. Like, he's just going to be stronger and be better with angles. And have a better, he just played with the Warriors for a year. So he's just going to know things and be better. So I'm cool with that contract, which is, what, $50 million for four years? In this economy, that's nothing. So are they going to get burned for sitting on their hands? Are they supposed to get Cat? Are they supposed to get Mitchell? I don't know. But for now, I think they'd like to get something more from Toppin. <clears throat> And we took this out, but like, 
we just gave you the stats, but when you trade him to the team that he's averaged eight points per game against the NBA, and then you trade him to the team, the only team he averages 25 a game against. Stats, that's not good. Okay, that's one thing. Oh, God, what's he going to do for... Secondly, that should be the team most impressed, the Indiana Pacers, with Obi Toppin. They should be like, yeah, that guy. Like, we did our scouting, but until you see him in person. And they only got a couple of second rounders. Uh, it's it feels borderline incomplete, but that that place has been such a, a lockdown <laughs> since Leon Rose showed up. So uh, uh, you know, let's give it a B, let's give it an A because I don't want them to stop me from going to see a concert at some point. Uh, <clears throat> Charlotte Hornets. How much are they going to be stuck in the limbo with uh, Sam Portland's going through, has gone, did go through, wherever that's at? These eager beavers are going to come in and want to make an impact. They keep Cupshack. You know, what, what does that look like? Uh, for now, the bell ball, excuse me. Signing is all they can do, all they want to do. I don't even want to think about bridges. And, uh, you know, it's an incomplete. It, it was good to see. You know, we thought there'd be a lot more interference with the Ball family. And even when Lonzo Ball was, you know, the, the lead point guard on the best team in the East and, uh, and, and LaMelo was killing it as a rookie. Uh, you know, that guy wasn't taking a whole lot of victory laps. So I don't know how many uh, things may have been written back in the day about these guys forcing their way out of their first rookie deals or something like that. But none of that stuff has happened. And uh Yay. So, uh, you know, pray for his ankles and, you know, things about North Carolina. Like I said, they've just gotten the raw end of things for the entirety of their NBA existence. Everyone's been cheap. Chen, Johnson, Jordan, cheap. Alves. <clears throat> Struess is interesting. He's a ball player. He's not a shooter. He's not a scorer. He's a ball player. Uh, he's he's just gonna have to really think on his feet because uh, those those uh, catch and shoot, catch and drive triple that real quick you know make the quick decision Max Struess things he does that's not supposed to be him that's supposed to be Mitchell or Garland he's supposed to be the swing. Right, that that catch and fake shot and drive. That's supposed to be much of that. Don't don't take their thing. So I do worry about that, but you know they can handle Karis Levert's nonsense. So why can't they handle uh, Struth being a little? Uh, hey, I got this, guys. I got this. <clears throat> Sixty-three million is a lot. It is a lot. 
And if it doesn't work out, it will be absolutely, it will be a millstone. And there is a chance it won't work out. But I hope it will. It will be an improvement over Chetty, but not by a grand shot. Chetty is, is it's, it's going to be similar. So sorry about that. But George Niang, and he'll be fun, and he'll perk you up. You guys have seen him on national TV. You know, he doesn't need to do it alongside an MVP. He can do it in the second quarter, and the MVP's taking a blow. Like, it's it's just, he's, he's one of those guys. It'll be fun. Uh, I, I'm, the Jared Allen rumors, I don't like him. I don't like him. I don't like him. Figure it out. Figure out a way to make it work. Figure out a way to make it work. Not because I need to see two centers dominating the paint in my Eastern Conference of the future. Uh, but because you have just like, well, first of all, don't don't trade him after he just gets trashed by Mitchell Robinson. Secondly, uh, like you have something special there. Let it grow. Let it learn alongside each other. And it becomes something bigger and better than it becomes something that's inconceivable. And you have a chance at that. So take that chance. So A plus so far for not trading Mitchell. And uh, then you can remember Max Struess and we're going to take it down to an A minus. I think it's an okay deal. It's ninety million for Struess and Yang. The cap is a billion dollars. So it's an. What did I give it? Two thumbs up. No, put your thumbs down, Max. Someone's passing you the ball. Pistons. Hmm. Uh, stealing Monty Morris was tremendous. I don't know where he plays. Would I love to see Monty Morris alongside Jaden Ivey? Let Jaden Ivey get uh, a million reps at shooting guard and just show you guys what he can be as a Dwayne Wade type? Yeah, that'd be tremendous. That'd be lovely. Uh, but what about Killian? What about Killian? Is he still a thing? Alec Burks ran a lot of stuff for them last year, and he's back. Uh, and Joe Harris is not going to mess. You know, He's not going to hold the ball. He's not going to try to go in and make a bounce pass. He's going to either shoot it or get rid of it. And I don't know if he's even going to play or going to be around. I don't know. Hope it works out because they need shooters. Um, but, yeah, the Monty Morris thing, you, you, you're offered Monty Morris. You take it for that price. Nothing. Yes. Thank you. Oh, I like it, and uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, the Bulls, if they bring Monty, if the Bulls bring Iowa back, it's an A plus through the roof, through the roof. And I hope my cynicism is unfounded. Um, I have I have not yet time to read the better versions of of what I do <laughs> at Bloggable and other spots, even Noah. Um, uh, so this is just off my own opinions. Yeah, I, I don't know how you give up on Dosen, uh, on Io. I just uh, he's just I, I'm not going to tell you he's Drew Holiday. He's going to be a Holiday type, but you're going to want to keep that. 
He's super young and he's uncanny with some of his shots and he's a defensive menace. And who's he learning under? The guy that you didn't trade. You didn't trade anyone. You made a point to not to upset anything. So goodness gracious, go into the luxury tax. Who's going to play a guy, pay a guy from Chicago to keep paying, playing his ass off in Chicago? Yeah, because you went and got another guy from Chicago. Excuse me, Maywood, not Chicago at all. But Chicago is hell, Maywood is. Like, you bring Io back, you're doing it right. I don't care if you're paying the luxury tax for a 41 team. At least you're showing your city something. Kobe White, for three years, bringing him back at $40 million is beautiful. Vucevic should have brought in for half as much, but oh well. Center that can score. Drummond is fine. He's making like $3.5 million. And I'm not making any more jokes about him. I mean, I should. He did that thing with that actress. Whatever. It's a different generation from mine. Uh, no Zach trade, no DeMar trade. <clears throat> Both potential deals have their merits. They're going to run it back like they always do. But Javon Carter and Tory Craig are really solid additions if they're able to hit shots. There is no guarantee with that spacing, and because they are not pure shooters, that they will be able to. Corey is the big hope here, and, the, and also the Kobe White can turn into something he hasn't been before because he hasn't had the legs to be that person before, which is just a nonstop three-point shooter. His main thing is he's got to watch the tape and decide not to jump from four feet from behind the uh, four feet behind the three-point arc. 23-24. That's a bit of a problem for him. He needs to set up a little a little closer to the mic so we can hear his three-point shots at 40%. So, yeah, if you bring Io back, A+. plus. If you don't, you know, bleep these guys, as it always is. B for bleep. B- minus for bleep. Yeah, I will be upset at that. I just they're going to be cheap and let this value of prospects go to some other team, let alone a division yeah, not cool. Uh, Pacers, B for Bruce Brown. I'm down. Hopping's fun. You know, get, get out get out to Indy. Go see a game. Go see a game. I mean, seriously, how much was it, could have, some of you have to have money, right? How much could it possibly be to fly into Indianapolis? I mean, I don't mean like like you're going to, you know, a uh, uh, Denver or, or New York or Florida or Chicago or something, you did the, the, the plane lands in Indianapolis, then you, after a little bit of a, a holdover, you take off to another destination. I mean, you actually, Indianapolis is the destination. I know. I know. But it's got to be cheap, right? So, yeah, go see, go see a Pacer game and that beautiful building, which apparently David Kahn helped uh, it's a great building. Uh, yeah, Bruce Brown is, is um, yeah, it's not an overpay because he's a possession guy. <clears throat> he's going to pick up possession screen. He's going to do fun things with it. They already have a guy for that, but um, lead leaders and assists always make me uneasy. Uh, the ball going through one person that much. So 
enjoyable. A plus. Hawks. John Collins for nothing. Had Garuba and Tatai Washington traded them for what's this shit? Okay. Things may have happened in the course of a podcast. Yeah, so the Hawks are shaving. That's why they got rid of Garuba and Tatai. And uh, nothing from uh, Wakandu. And committing to Murray after dangling him. The last guy's uh, the last guy's uh, four draft picked uh, pickup. That was uh, okay. Okay. Surprised. You know the right thing to do. Thirty million and a don't know, whatever million cap for Shante Murray. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, the Collins only went for that. Might be a disappointment that he went to a team that doesn't have an obvious need for a scoring big forward like Utah. Seems to have several, seven to eight of them. Uh, yeah. But now they have Patty Mills, who I'm sure will stay there and isn't off to some other. Well, no, because he's savings. He's the one. Griffin is just uncanny. Oh, yeah, give it an A for, for keeping Murray and still shaving uh, coin elsewhere. That's that's what you do when you have seven to eight, nine or ten for Jake Graydon. Uh, people come in and be your GM. And uh, Bucks went to town for Lopez and Middleton. Don't mess around. Uh, losing Carter. That's tough. Oh, that's right. They got Beasley. And uh, they're going to bring Twins back. They got Robin, which is tremendous. He never should have left. And uh, Robin should be fresh after not playing in his last couple of stops, or at least not playing as much as I thought he should play. Uh, Beasley, you know, I dig that. I want that to work out. I want that to work out so much. Imagine Michael Beasley hitting hitting a crushing three-pointer. Game four of game seven finals. Game four of game seven. That's what we call the fourth quarter. It's going to be – I have some insight into the play-in tournament. It's how quarters are, are uh, valued now in terms of points. It's like a CBA thing. Not collective bargaining agreement, but the old minor league CBA. So the fourth game of the, of the seventh – quarter of game seven, hmm, Michael Beasley time. I don't know where that sound accounts for in the Valvoline championship standings, uh, but, you know, I'm going to tune in on Saturday night. Uh, just kidding. I don't have internet or cable. Um, <clears throat> I can't afford either. So uh, 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 subscribe to the second arrangement. We're going to be tossing around uh, silly stuff 
all the time by email. You'll have some fun. Uh, uh, Bucks get an A. Bucks get an A. I know they lost Carter, and that is a, that is a trouble. But uh, uh, you haven't seen Robin Lopez, the point center, but I have. He'll make up for those uh, possessions lost. Uh, Raptors are interesting because, as we wrote, he, running a back with a new coach has value. Stop saying value. It has its, you know, it's obviously intriguing, but you should want to try it. I mean, the guy came in and interviewed and talked about specific players on that team. He didn't come in and talk about Dane Willard or Scoot Henderson or I don't know why he would talk about Dane Willard, but, you know, conversations can, they can develop. And there are a bunch of good players, and it was a weird rotation last year, and Nurse just seemed to be, you know, I hate to have everything tainted by Toronto Raptors Twitter, but they're such good posters. They really have been, and I mean going back decades. Going back decades. NBA talk, early Real GM. I mean like the first month. Talking, what is that, March? February, March 2001? Uh, Just getting the job done, going after Sam Smith and others. Ahead of a really strong offseason for the Raptors. They got a lot done. I, I, Yeah, perhaps they are tainting my, my how I viewed Mr. Nurse's work last year. I didn't dip into any podcasts, but it was, it was a volatile year for a guy who only played five and a half players. And uh, they have a good roster. They have a good roster. Uh, losing Van Vliet's a huge bummer. Shooter is not Van Vliet. And uh, no amount of Gary Trent threes can make up for that. He is a special player, and he's a legitimate point guard. And I, I, I mean, maybe he didn't want to be there. And maybe they really did not want to. They just were like, this guy is going to be shooting 28% when he's 32. Sorry, Houston. We'll see ya. So, yeah, big hole at, at PG. But... In turn, but for keeping it together, you know, I like that. I like it. Stay strong. Figure it out. Get a bike. A minus. Uh, Orlando. Ingles might be done, but he might have two years left. It's just tough with vets. And you want them to come in and do the right thing, but you, you've got to be quick on the trigger with, oh, this isn't working. Like, this isn't working, and it's January whatever, and it's been three months, and he's killing our team. That's it. Oh, that's right. They resigned Mo Wagner. Wagner. Cheap rates. Uh, the Wizards, you know, it's just... You see a firebrand new owner on your on your phone and it's blinking. It's an old school phone, it's got a landline, it's got that that, that row of like 10, 10 lights. I used to run the phones at a at a theater, at a club, at a rock and roll place, Park West of Chicago. And uh, two, three years, not full time running the phones, just as a daytime gig in between uh, bartending shifts. And uh, did not know how to 
so many buttons. And this is pre-cell phone. This is, you know, early 2000s. And uh, no, no, just horrifying. Luckily, it was just, you know, Tuck and Patty didn't play there when I worked there. Actually, they may have, but a lot of it was a real Tuck and Patty call-in crowd, so they're very patient with me. Um, and, uh, you know, I wasn't mostly hungover, but I should have been. So Winger's got those phones and he's got, he's got a new owner and or Isaiah Thomas trying to keep his voice down, you know, in the background, trying to pretend like he's, you know, would you like some coffee? No, he takes on like a weird English accent sort of thing. And, uh, but it's definitely Isaiah. No, Jared Jeffries really had the length. If he was around today, he'd be a, you got to take advantage of that. I suppose. I suppose. You know, I I don't know how you work around that sort of uh, single team uh, destination deal. That's that's an impossible thing to work around. And ending up with Jordan Poole. I mean, it's just all second round picks and the new guys cash. You know, a little tiny bit for moving down in the draft. It's it's a rough way to start a regime when when you it just it screams anxious. And Kuzma four and one oh two is worth that, but it just screams of anxious to me. And trading Monty Morris for for an exception, and then immediately turning Paul around. Like Washington was done with its offseason immediately. And why? OKC's still out there. Atlanta, and there's six or seven genius front office still out there. The Knicks are for all these, not because you can do trading things, but because that's what they're doing. Not because not they're the smart ones, just because they, they decided that we all don't have to pack this in. <clears throat> you know, it's... It's a bad start. It's a bad start, and it's a rebuild, but it's a rebuild with nothing. We have second-round pick swaps. We didn't get anything for the last year of Kristaps Porzingis who can play. Uh, trade exception for a, for a, a you know a single-digit million contract. Who else have I given legitimacy? It's a C. It's a C. Uh, here are the Celtics. Uh, bringing KPN and losing smart. I don't agree that a shakeup had to happen. And and losing Williams will hurt. They will rely on KP to do a lot. And when it comes time to the postseason, I don't know who's stepping up because I don't know if KP is going to be around to do that. I don't know if he does that against worse teams. I don't know if he can do that against top-notch competition. Uh, I know Grant Williams can. I know Marcus Smart can. 
I know Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum can, and that they can step into defensively, offensively. They can step into those spots, hitting the mark, the smart, you know, pop-ins and, and the little post-ups, taking on the big forward, taking on the small forward. Both of them have that in them to take over what Williams and Smart did. So go do it. Go do it. So I don't like the offseason, but so what? It's the Celtics. They have an embarrassment of riches. No one should, should cry for them, and they also have a seven-footer that can do a million things in the regular season. They'll be better next year because it's going to be Missoula's second album. Not going to just be a, you know, going <clears throat> chewing through that gum. Uh, I would have liked to see them get Tyus Jones or something like that instead, but uh, you know, well, well, I'll give it a B minus. They lost some really important players. They lost some really. The the league is what it is, and finances are what they are. But they, we're not judging them on that. They're judging what cannot be replicated. Uh, Brooklyn Nets, you know, committing, holding on to things. Lonnie Walker was a good spot. Dennis Smith Jr. makes me wonder what they were watching. Uh, but, you know, you can rehabilitate that stuff. Everyone else seems to be doing a lot with that Patty Mills contract, and they didn't seem to be. Oh, yeah, what did they do with uh, Joe Harris? That's just an exception. That's how picks. They may have had an exception. It, it does, you know, they're they're keeping it tidy, and it's nothing dramatic, which I have to appreciate because I don't know if I can take on another dramatic team. Speaking of which, here's Philly. Oh yeah, give it a give it a B because it hasn't been tremendous. I mean, how are you? How is Philadelphia doing all this and not upsetting Joel Embiid? It's the right thing. You're not supposed to pay James Harden all that money, but you knew this, this James Harden thing was going to happen. Did you think a championship was going to happen before that? Even if it did, it's James Harden. It's weird. It's different. He's and watching all the. Uh, Front office knobs get caught in luxury tax land and have to give up Tybal and, and McDaniels and all because they got Daniel House on the. It's 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 been a little rough. I love obviously the Beverly pickup, uh, even if he shoots twenty eight percent. It's Pat Bev. <clears throat> and there's a lot of nonsense, but there's a lot of truth in there. It's a long podcast. <clears throat> So we'll see. I just don't know how you're doing this without upsetting Joel Embiid unless you are just convinced he hates Harden so much that it's useless or that you're going to humble Harden. Uh, But this is a player. This is a special player. And I'm going to be really upset if they blow this guy's prime. I mean, this is an MVP. This is a, this is a, you know, the Knicks had John Starks miss a bunch of shots and Orlando Blackman on the bench, and that stuff happens. To not get to the third round, 
Uh, a lot of that is luck. And they drafted a center who missed a million months before he ever played his first NBA game. So it's not as if any of that is new. It's not going to be good because Harden really is what Embiid needs, even if it's not a perfect alignment. Even if it still has to be Harden. And I'm rolling my eyes when I say this, leading the league in assists. We got to get Embiid some help. He's the MVP. And Tobias Harris is right about everything he said. It's it's not fun to trash on them or have fun with Moray and Harden when it's Joel Embiid, the MVP's prime, that we're wasting. If this doesn't work out, if this doesn't go through, if it does turn petulant, if it does turn into a... Well, he's got to play. It's his option. And uh, this podcast is almost too large to download. Thank you for listening. Uh, consider subscribing. In all of a fine off season, I, I don't think there's a lot of sloppy nonsense out there outside of the things we saw before the draft with Beal and such. Uh, and even that has its charms and merits because we get to watch Booker and KD and Bradley Beal and Ish Wright. Did we mention Ish Wright? We should have. I love all of you. Thank you for listening. It's good stuff. It's not embarrassing stuff. And we've had embarrassing off seasons. The league is in a good place. I'll see you on the other side when it's all bleeped over by the by the play in tournament. Until then, this has been 82 games of fun. Take care.